0: It was not a great Wednesday for the Boston Bruins as it was announced that Patrice Bergeron would miss at least two games with an injury. And then they went out and lost to the Minnesota wild. Going to catch you up on all the latest on the Boston Bruins, as well as some trade updates and speculation here on today's episode. So let's get into it. You're locked on Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins Podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, March 17th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. So please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, watch, and enjoy. Uh, And it's a busy time for the Boston Bruins with the trade deadline just a few days away. Before we get into yesterday's news Quick reminder that you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. Lifelong fan, been writing about this team for various outlets for 17 years. Rocking the Martian Pasternak Bergeron shirt here today. And let's begin with Patrice Bergeron news, shall we? <clears throat> Excuse me. The Bruins uh, in the midst of a road trip, but Patrice Bergeron returned to Boston missing at least um, last night's game against the Minnesota Wild, tomorrow night's game against the Winnipeg Jets as he deals with the re-emergence of a previous arm injury that is at risk for infection. This according to head coach Bruce Cassidy. Boston's doctors will determine over the weekend, if Bergeron is able to return uh, for the Bruins matchup against the Canadiens in Montreal on Monday night. Uh, This is not related to the head laceration that Bergeron suffered back on February 8th in a game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, It's something that happened in practice, nothing to do with his head, somewhere on the arm area, trying to be cautious about it at the end of the day don't want anything to come of it so if it's a risk of infection you assume it's a laceration of some point some sort uh but um either way they're being extra cautious don't want to risk infection getting bergeron out of the lineup and back to boston um in a corresponding move, Jack Stanika was recalled from the Providence Bruins on Wednesday. He did not make it to Minnesota in time for last night's game against the Wild. Uh, Anton Bleed entered the lineup, and Thomas Nosek was bumped up to center to play between uh, top line center to play between Brad Marchand and Jake DeBrusk. Um, Bruce Cassidy did say Friday in Winnipeg, it might be Jack. Who jumps up to the top line? Uh, didn't make it there yesterday on time because this kind of came up later in the day. Um, it's not a long term situation having Sick on the top line, but um, yeah, we could very much see uh, Jack Stanika on the top line tomorrow night in Winnipeg. The Bruins are not practicing here on. Thursday, as they make the trip from Minnesota to uh, Winnipeg. Uh, Thomas Nosick in the 4 2 loss last night saw about 14 minutes, 18 seconds of ice time. Uh, only one shot on goal. He was a minus one. His line mates, Brad Marchand, with six shots on goal, Jake DeBrusk with another zero when it came to shots. And uh, we'll talk about him here in a moment. I should mention, Jack Stanika had been playing uh, quite well over the last little bit uh, with the Providence Bruins. Uh, He has been really heating up. We know that he put in a lot of work over uh, the offseason to bulk up. And uh, so far... With the Providence Bruins this year, he has 9 goals, 24 assists for 33 points in 37 games. In 10 games, up with the Boston Bruins, he's only managed 2 assists. But uh, in my mind, he has earned a look. Uh, Again, there was plenty of speculation when the um, move was announced that he had been recalled. Is this a trade coming? Is he... Going to get a look on the top line in Jake DeBrusque's spot on the right side as a right-hand shot. Um, That's still possible uh, if DeBrusque is moved prior to the deadline. Uh, But for the time being, he has been recalled in order to fill the void left by Bergeron, as if anybody can, but you know what I mean. And uh, it looks as though he will indeed get some action tomorrow night as to where he plays, that remains up in the air. Um, but he could very much play on the top line with Brad Marchand and Jake DeBrusque. Uh, we'll talk about what happened in last night's game here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. You can get all the latest odds, contests, and player props. At BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting needs and info. BetOnline is the best spot uh, for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. Not just basketball either. They have you covered for hockey, baseball, boxing, UFC. Continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. On Monday, March 21st at 3:30 Eastern, you can tune into the Locked On Fantasy Hockeys live deadline reaction show to get all the on-ice fantasy and betting analysis from Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone uh, with appearances from our roster of local experts. Plus, catch my own live show at 3 p.m. Eastern for immediate reaction on the Bruins moves at or prior to the deadline. And uh, we will talk about the latest when it comes to Bruins trade speculation here in a moment. But before we do, let's just quickly recap last night's game. Craig Smith, Brad Martian scored for the Bruins, but their three-game winning streak came to an end at the hands of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the Bruins losing for just the third time in their last 13 games. Uh, they did overcome a two goal deficit to tie things up. Kirill Kaprazov scoring two very nice goals to put Minnesota up to nothing. Uh, but the Wild gained the advantage in the third period and uh, did not look back. Bruce Cassidy saying the Bruins didn't manage the puck as well as they needed to. You know, they were playing in the second of a back to back third period against the hungry team, whereas the Bruins were a bit uh, tired at that point. Um, and the third goal, they were running around a bit and long, tough shift wild took advantage of it. And um, yeah, that's all she wrote on that one. Bruce Cassidy did say he thought sick played great on the top line, strong on the draw. Um, Good looks in the offensive zone. Uh, he likes sick. There's no secret about that. He likes the way he plays. He plays hard. He gets in on the forecheck, creates turnovers, and he thought he did a good job. Uh, Marshand did acknowledge after the game that he had a tough time reading off some two new players. You know, Sick and Nebraska not too long ago were playing on the fourth line. Um Obviously, Bergeron being the best two-way player in the game, there's going to be a difference playing with some new guys. Um, and it's just communicating as much as they can on the bench and on the ice, letting each other know what they want in different situations. And again, whether that trio lasts remains to be seen. Um, Jack Stanica will be in the lineup on Friday. But... Unclear as to whether he'll play on the top line. He could be on the fourth line. They probably won't switch up the middle two lines, which have been working pretty well as of late. Uh, one of the big stories in this game was just how physical it was. Trent Frederick branded Duhame with a serious uh, round of fisticuffs in this one. Um, and um, Charlie Coyle mixing it up. Cassidy said it was his most competitive game in a long time. Uh, Charlie McAvoy mixing it up. Um, It's kind of a look ahead at what playoff hockey is going to look like. Um, Charlie Coyle said it's a good test. Wish he'd come out with two points, but there's plenty more of these games coming down the road into April, May, hopefully into June as well. Uh, for Marchand, his goal snapped an eight game scoreless streak, hadn't found the back of the net since February 26th. Um, it's a game of odds, he said. At some point, it was going to start going in for him, and uh, with Bergeron out, the Bruins do need um, him firing on all cylinders, uh, for sure. The uh, Wild, you know, certainly deserved to win this game. They had the lion's share of shot attempts, uh, although the Bruins uh, did have an advantage when it comes to. Um, actually, they didn't have the advantage anywhere in this game. The the Wild had more shots, more attempts, more high danger chances. For uh, I don't want to alarm anyone, but. Jeremy Swayman in March, only with a 9.05 save percentage, well down from his career uh, mark, which is a small sample size, and hopefully he can pick it up. I wouldn't be surprised if Linus Olmark goes in net to um, give Swayman the net off. He played a bit better the other night against uh, Chicago. Finally, Craig Smith. Remained red hot, scoring his eighth goal in his last seven games. Uh, His eight goals since March 1st are tied with Nashville's Matt Duchesne, the Islanders' Anders Lee, Toronto's Austin Matthews, and Dallas's Jason Robertson for the most goals in the NHL since the beginning of March. Uh, Pretty heady company to be in. And uh, again, the Bruins' third line has been Contributing at a pretty high level as of late. And uh, it's great to see that secondary and uh, third line scoring coming into play. Hopefully that can uh, continue. I'm going to give Big Bear the night to McAvoy. He had the assist on Brad Marchand's goal. A secondary assist, but still his 31st of the season. And he also had five shots, five hits, five blocks, in a team-high 22 minutes of ice time on the power play and shorthanded. So just a wonderful game from our boy, Charlie McAvoy, uh, who continues to prove that he is one of the best defensemen in the NHL at the moment. Just notice it's a bit dark in here. See if that improves the lighting here for the YouTube uh, family. Uh yeah, let's get into the latest when it comes to Bruins trade speculation. Before we do, I just want to thank you one more time for making Locked on Bruins your first listen every day. Uh tomorrow on the podcast, gonna preview the game against the Jets. Uh maybe answer some mailbag questions if you have any. Send those in to at NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren. Uh, Thank you so much, again, for making it an everyday listen. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, Make your second listen, the Locked On Fantasy Podcast. They'll help you become experts in your fantasy league, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Now, Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic posted uh, an article this morning, what he's hearing about the Bruins' pursuit of Jacob Chikrin, plus the latest on Jake DeBrusque. Uh, The Bruins believe they are in the hunt for Chikrin, although the Coyotes may not agree, according to Fluto. Word around the two clubs is that whatever the Bruins are currently offering is unlikely to outdo other parties interested in the left-shot defenseman, who is currently injured but likely to only miss a few games, should be good for the stretch run and into the playoffs. One of those teams that probably has an edge on the Bruins is the Los Angeles Kings, who have a very deep and talented prospect pool to draw from. The Coyotes likely would command at least one of Mason Lorai or Fabian Lysell, Boston's top two prospects. Uh, The Bruins would also have to include their 2022 first-round pick in the package. Uh, Montreal helped set the market Wednesday by getting a first-rounder and other assets for Ben Sherratt. Um, The Bruins, of course, have traded their first-round pick in recent years, 2018, to the Rangers in the Rick Nash trade, 2020, in the deal to offload David Vakas' contract and bring in Andre Kasha. But it still might not be enough. the Coyotes probably would prefer at least one more asset to accompany a first round pick and Lori or Lysel. Um, Arizona assistant GM is John Ferguson Jr. who worked for the Bruins for many years. And uh, you know, he knows the Bruins prospects better than a lot of people whether uh, they include Stanika, Vakonainen, Ashan. Either way, it still might not match up to uh, the depth that the Kings have. You know, Brand Clark, Quentin Byfield, Alex Turcott, Gabe Velarde. These are all high end prospects. Um, so the Bruins still very much in on Chikrin, but might not have the assets to get it done. And that might be for the best, you know, Lorai, Lysel, two very highly touted prospects. If you're going to deal one, for me, it would be Lori because you're dealing a guy who might not make an impact for a couple of years for a guy who's going to come in right away, make an impact. He's under contract for quite some time. Uh, Lysel, do not want him to be traded at all. I think he could step in and be the Bruins' top line winger as early as next season. On Jake DeBrusque, uh, Agent Rick Valette says he stands by his trade requests and his agent hopes he will be moved by the deadline. Doesn't necessarily mean it will become a reality. Uh, the Bruins are respectful of DeBrusque's requests, Fluto writes, but they do not want to accommodate the deal if it's going to potentially compromise a Stanley Cup run. They want to get a right wing who can play with Marchand and Bergeron. If they are unable to do so, then DeBrusque will remain a Bruin beyond the deadline. Um, And that's partly because even though Smith is playing at such a high level, they don't want to um, disrupt the chemistry that's going on right now um, on that third line. Finally, some people are suggesting perhaps the Chara could come back for one more ride. Um, probably not going to happen with the Boston Bruins. Uh, a source told Fluto that Calvin DeHaan might be a better fit for the Bruins as a depth left shot defenseman. Fluto does maintain that a left shot defenseman is the Bruins' greatest need. I don't know if that's correct. I would say that scoring winger is a pretty big need. Second line center, still a very big need for the present and for the future. Uh, Right shot defenseman, I think they need. Um, Even though Clifton is playing well, you still need that depth on the right side uh, because we know injuries likely to happen down the stretch and into the playoffs. Left shot. I don't think that's the greatest need. You have Grizzlick. You have Riley Forbort. Um uh, and hopefully we'll be healthy. Ashan uh, has stepped up. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't know if that's really the priority at this point, but it's certainly a need. I wouldn't say it's the biggest need. Um, not sure if I mentioned on the podcast that. Uh, The Bruins signed Mark McLaughlin to a two-year entry-level contract. Um, McLaughlin spent the last four seasons at Boston College, serving as captain for each of the previous two seasons. And with Stanika being called up, he was assigned to the Providence Bruins, so he is getting his pro career off and running here down in the AHL. Anyways, that is the absolute latest on the Boston Bruins. As I mentioned, they're not skating today, so we won't get a look at what the lineup might look like tomorrow night. Uh, but do keep it locked to Act Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter at ENC McLaren. If and when anything breaks here today, uh, I'll be all over it uh, with the bonus podcast, video, etc. I would not be surprised if the Bruins do make a move before Monday, seeing as they play on monday night and have saturday and sunday off so that would allow guys coming in to join the team and hopefully be ready to go on monday night you saw tyson jost in the lineup for the wild last night a day after being acquired from the abs so don't need a, a a huge turnaround time to get a guy into the lineup and uh certainly looks as though don sweeney will be busy over the next couple of days and we'll see if they're is any movement before Monday. Uh, Boston College forward Jack McBain. Uh, action is heating up around him. His playing rights will be traded by the Minnesota Wild to a club he's willing to sign with. Uh, multiple teams are eager to acquire him. He could uh, jump in right away to an NHL club. Second round pick is the ask. Uh but it could be more. He's a Toronto Ontario native been playing at Boston college for the last four years, uh, 33 points in 24 games this season, third round pick of the wild back in 2018. Uh, not a local guy per se, but the fact that he played at Boston college would suggest the Bruins might be in on him. And uh, perhaps he'd like to keep uh Keep playing in the Boston area. So that's another one to keep an eye on. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much again for tuning in, for all the support. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.